It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour, bonsoir, welcome to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel and it's Friday night right before Memorial Day weekend. So I want to open this show because I want to share a quick story. You may not know that, but uh, obviously, you know, my accent is French and I'm also Jewish. And Memorial Day, you know, we have to remember the fallen soldiers and never forget them. And I want to dedicate this show to all the soldiers fallen for freedom, and specifically, in my case, the veteran of World War II who came to save us in 1944, us the French and us the Jews. Without the American heroes, I would not be alive today. So I want to dedicate this show to all the American heroes, all the fallen soldiers who have given their life for us to be alive and do what we love freely. Thank you so much. Your questions are next, 855-905-8255. Call me. Any question for me, just dial 855-905-8255. Addison, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Addison. Welcome to the rendezvous. How can I help you tonight? So I have been in my relationship with my boyfriend for three years, and mm. we're so very happy, but we're coming on that question about marriage and we both have children from previous relationships that are you know they're they're kind of young so how do we approach the question of marriage and talking to our children about it okay that's a good question how would you do it so if it was up to you before i answer that using what you know of life how would you be, like to be told if you were a child the same situation how, what words would you like to hear um that we love them um, and that um, because we love them so much and we and we, me and my boyfriend love each other so much, we just want to broaden the love and just all, bring us all together as one. Mm -hmm. um, they're very opposite. One's a boy and one's a girl. So, you know, it's going to be a little difficult, but, you know, that we're here for both of them. And if they have any questions, you know, to ask us. Yes. And then I would add to this, which I agree with, that together, the four of you guys are going to be a family. And that by uh, getting married now, you will be a family with you know, this feeling of, of legal and, and, and things have been done by the book to create now a new entity legally called a family. And that is protection for all of you. It's love for all of you. And it's a success for the four of you. Okay? Okay. That's great advice. Just make it a successful story because every time there's a new family, every time there's a new wedding, every time there's, you know, two people loving each other, it's a success for you guys. It's a success for all of us as a society. And I think that, Addison, you can explain that to the two kids. Okay. Thank you, Simon. You're most welcome. Good luck to you. Congrats. And have a good night. Thank you. Let's talk together about how we can explain what's a love story to our kids. Because that's a very important topic. That's next. Stay with me. I'm curious, how did you learn what was the definition? What was a love story? Did you learn it from going to the movies? Did you learn it in, in cartoons with Walt Disney, great stories? Did you learn it from you know, all, the, all the siblings, brothers, sisters? Or did you learn it from your parents? How did you learn what was a love story, what it meant, how to love? What was in your mind, in your, in your memory, 
the one thing that made you understood that is love and that is love story. I'm going to tell you how I've learned this back in Paris a while back. Stay with me. That personal story is next. I don't know about you, but when it came to love, I don't think I understood romantic love stories until I was, I think, honestly, 12. I understood family love. I understood loving my parents, my parents loving us, my brother Benjamin, my sister Judith, but romantic love was not on my, my mind at all. So when I started to feel those butterflies, when I started to think about my first girlfriend, Christabel, when I saw her, I felt this. I didn't know what it was. And I remember going to my mother, Elizabeth, and said, Mom, I just feel so excited and so afraid. And she said, what do you mean? And I said, I just met Christabel in my new class, and I just think she's, she's the woman of my life. She's the girl of my life, la fille de ma vie in French. And she said, why are you scared? And I said, I'm scared because what if she doesn't like me? And that's how I started to talk about love with my parents and never really ended that conversation ever since. It's the most important conversations in life, maybe. Anyway, you call the next 855-905-8255. Call me. 855-905-8255 or in English, 855-905-8255. Because after all, on parle français and English on the rendezvous. Cora, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Cora. Welcome to the rendezvous. You said to my producer you had a very nice romantic story to share with me tonight, and I need that. I do. I do. You know, there's a little bit of a spin, but if you stick with me, you'll see the beautiful part at the end where we fall in love. Oh, good. So I'm I all ears. Work, <laughs> I work for a hotel. I am a front desk clerk, like a secretary, and I love sweets. I'm a big lady. You know, I like to eat my sweets. Uh-huh. Well, some of the men around will tease me because of my size. And there was a waiter who worked in the restaurant, the hotel, and I saw some of the men dare him to ask me out on a date. Now, that's malicious initially, mm-hmm. right? You yep. shouldn't ask somebody out just because you're fat. It's funny. Well, he asked me out. At the time, I had a neck brace on. I had just been in a car wreck, so I was a mess. But mm-hmm. soon after, we fell in love. We've been dating for four months, and he just proposed. You serious? Serious. Damn serious. He was everything I was waiting for. Tall, dark, handsome. He has a great job. He's hardworking. It just fit together. Everyone thought it was a joke, and then it was reality. I, I love that. But I got to ask you, Kara, so when you went on that first date and you knew all that, were you a little defensive or apprehensive? No, not really. You know, I, I haven't done tons of dating. I get into relationships and they last for a long time. And so when I meet somebody, as long as I feel safe, you know, this person's not going to attack me, I'm not in any danger, then I'm right. open to getting to know them. Because who knows what their personality is like once they're not with a group of people giggling, you know, That's people true. can be immature and, you know, I'm 30 years old, but we're still getting out of the immaturity stage, oddly enough. For sure. <laughs> so he turned out to be a great guy. That is a very unique story, let me tell you this. I've heard many. This one is a very different twist at the end. I didn't see that coming. So, you uh, can find love anywhere. Anywhere, anytime. That I agree with that. There is hope for all of us. Thank you so much, Cora, and, and have a good night. You too, Simon. 
I love Korah's story. I mean, taking a dare like this, you know. Have you ever taken a dare to date somebody that, you know, on paper was not predictable? Let's talk about that next. When it comes to dating, do you think you should take a dare when it's like with somebody maybe on paper it's not predictable? Like Korastoy, I love Korastoy. Those guys made a bet, the silly bet that, you know, uh, the, the other person working at the hotel, the cashier was going to take her out on a date. And at the end, they found love. Should you ever, you know, open your mind like this when, you you know, it's like really at first, oh, this is a silly proposition. I'm not going to you know fall into that trap. And then you get to know the person and from something silly, something beautiful can arise. And so I think there's a great lesson in Cora's stories that when it comes to dating, we have to take a chance when it's safe. And she said it so well. When you're physically safe, even if it's kind of sometimes edgy, I would take 15 minutes to 20 minutes to know a woman I've never met just for the sake of knowing somebody's personality. And actually, let me share a personal story because I think I have a story to share with you that you may like about this. That's next. So stay with me. So I have a story when I was probably 16 or 17, so way younger than now, (laughs) that um, a lot of my friends, that was the guys, we all admire that girl who was, I mean, by far the smartest girl of all the class. Maybe a genius. But so I, you know, I was not that smart and not as good as her. So my anxiety was like, she must think, you know, I'm not that good of a student. She will not give me the time of day. It took all my courage in that bed also to ask her out to go to the movies way back when in France. And we did. And we had the best time. And you know what happened at the end of the movie? I kissed her. Just like that. She liked it. We dated for almost seven months. And at that time, you know, you're very young. Seven months is a long time. But it's something that I don't regret. And it taught me a lesson. Always dare when you have good intention. Always take a dare. Dare to get to know someone. You call that next. 855-905-8255. Call me. I'm here. 855-905-8255. Malia, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Malia. Welcome to the rendezvous. What is going on tonight? Uh, well, I could use a little advice. Uh, my boyfriend, ex-boyfriend, excuse me, three years. Mm-hmm. Um, we broke up about a year ago, and uh, he wants to remain friends, which is fine. But uh, he keeps calling me and t- contacting me for advice about his girlfriends, his new girlfriends. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't want to be involved with his relationship advice. And so I, I don't know what to do. I see. I got a question. I mean, you say he keeps you updated or asks you questions. So uh, have you told him before you called me tonight, have you told him, hey, I don't want to hear about it? Well, you know, I haven't said it that way because I, I don't want to upset him. I wanted to be his friend, but uh, it's not really working out. You want to be friends, but there is limits when you date someone, right? When you, you've dated somebody that um, doesn't want to let go. The reason why he sends you all those informations about his new girlfriend is that he wants to keep you involved and possibly, you know, one day he wants to get back with you. And Maybe, let me ask but, but yeah. do you want that? No, never. Okay. So how about to be uh, very direct with him? You just said next time he sends you a message or an email or a voicemail or whatever. So listen, that's none of my business. 
I don't want to hear anymore. I don't want to hear your private life. We're not together. And I'm not, you know, a guy friend. We dated. So please, right. from now on, spare me or don't just don't text me anything about you and your new girlfriend. I'm happy for you guys. Best of luck. And, you know, um, that's that. I think you're right. I think I just need to cut him off because he does treat me like a guy friend. So, well, but yeah. <laughs> you're not one of them. I'm not a so, guy. <laughs> indeed. So so that's a trap you don't want to fall in anymore. I think all you got to do is put a stop sign in front of it and they will end. But you have the solution. It's in your hands. All you got to say is stop, no more, no mas. No more, no mas. Okay. <laughs> okay. I will get it done. All right. I'm counting on you. Good luck to you, Malia, and have a good night. Thank you so much, Simon. You're welcome. Au revoir. Au revoir. You know I have a question for you about this. Should you stay friends with your exes after you break up with them? Let's talk about that next. So here's the question for you. Do you think you should stay friends with your exes after you break up with them? Right? Because my last call, Amelia, just said, you know what, Simon, you know, he still sent me all this information about his, his new girlfriend. You know, I, it's about time that we stop all this. And, and I told her, you just put a stop and it ends. So should you stay friends with your ex? I think so. But at certain conditions. Let me tell you why next. Why do I think we can and should stay friends with our exes? Because unless we have had an ex that really hurt our feelings, uh, I mean, cheated, lied, or did something against us in a vicious way, and it's just the relationship, you know, just fade away, that happens a lot, then why not keep somebody we loved or really cared for as a friend for the rest of our life? That's my strategy. That's why I'm still friends with most of my exes, because... I believe this is a very precious thing in life to have friends for the rest of our life that maybe at one point were romantic, but not anymore. But we got to keep our distance and respect their lives and they respect our lives. And then they act like friends. And then I think it's a precious gift for the rest of our life. It's not for everybody, but it works for me. And I'm very grateful to the women I have dated that I still my friends. This is a very precious gift in life to have friends like this forever. You call us our next 855 905-8255. Call me. If you have a question about your relationship, something is on your mind, just dial 855-905-8255. Dan, bonjour. Bonjour. Bonjour, Dan. Welcome to the rendezvous. What is going on? How can I help you tonight? Yes, I need your advice. My husband and I have been married for 13 years. We really love each other. Um, but we're considering an open relationship and having la-la with other people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess I'm just concerned about what the emotional consequences might be and and how it'll affect me, you know, and my sure. husband. Sure, sure. Um, before I answer that, tell me what happened between the two of you or didn't happen that made you now thinking, well, maybe we should look outside the, our marriage to find happiness intimately. Uh, we just feel like we're noticing other people and are feeling high, like just so much attraction to other people and realizing that maybe it's okay to have a strictly ooh-la-la type situation with someone else 
and still remain married. I understand. You'd be okay with never ooh-la-la with your husband ever again? Oh, no. We would still have ooh-la-la. Okay. It would just be that we're also allowed to ooh-la-la with other people. Because here it's what's going to happen. The minute you open your marriage, which is a decision only you guys can make, uh, mm-hmm. there's going to be new partners, new excitement. There's going to be new emotions, new attachment, new jealousy. And there is a risk for you and him that one of the partners that you will meet and become intimate with might be you know, somebody that you or him will find more you know, attractive, more exciting. And with that will come less and less desire for each other. So the risk right. of opening a marriage is that uh, you open back something that was closed to the outside world. Uh, it will be exciting, certainly. It will be confusing. And emotionally, sooner or later, one of the two may find you know, an attachment to a new partner. And then mm-hmm. it will be even more trouble. Right. Okay, so you both have your hands on the handler of the doorknob, but decides wisely whether yes or no you opened that door because then very different emotional human beings will enter in your life Mm. that you have no control on. Okay? (sighs) Yeah, now I'm scared. Okay, maybe that's good. All right, anyway, be safe. Uh, Talk again with your husband. Call me if you have other questions. And remember, only do what's good for you guys and not rush into anything that you're not 100% sure about. Okay. 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 Bonne chance and have a good night, Don. Thank you for calling. Thank you. Stay with me. More rendezvous is next. Thank you so much for listening to the rendezvous tonight. You know it's Memorial Day weekend, and I want to finish this show and do a dedication because Memorial Day is specifically for us to remember all the American fallen soldiers, all the heroes who saved us. And I mean us because I'm a Frenchman, but also Jewish. And if it was not for the heroes of 1944 who came to Omaha Beach in Normandy on June 6, uh, men like me would not be alive, for sure. So I can never forget and I can never thank enough all the, the, the fallen soldiers and, and the families and everybody who's given their life for us to be free in this wonderful country, America. Have a great Memorial Day weekend. I look forward to seeing you on Monday. Thank you so much. Bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.